Today, documentary films are experiencing a major renaissance, and for good reason. But why are audiences increasingly choosing fact over fiction? Is it a dearth of realism, like endless comic book sequels and end-of-the-world action movies? Are viewers choosing authentic storytelling over spectacular visuals and far-fetched plots? Or maybe it's because docs f***ing rule. Hi, I'm Paco Romain. And I'm George Chen. And we host SupDoc. We didn't go to film school. We're just two comedians that dork out on docs. And since 2015, we've been recapping amazing documentaries with comedians, actors, and filmmakers like legendary comedians Dana Gould and Todd Glass. Musicians like Yacht and Dan Deacon. And even media stars like Jesse Thorne and Francesca Fiorentini. The AV Club called us enlightening, and Boing Boing said SupDoc is a great idea for a podcast. So find us wherever you get your podcasts or join us at SupDocPodcast.com. And follow us on social media at Subdoc Podcast. Welcome to the Escapist Comics Podcast. I'm Jessica Baldoni. I'm Jesse Hitt. And I'm Jacob Rubin. Jacob Rubin's back. Hey, I work here again. It does. Yeah. We got him back. Yes, I'm here. (laughs) We went away to explore the world. We already talked about that. Yeah, we did. I've been on. Yeah. 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 Long time listeners know. But now we wheeled him back into working here. Yes, that's true. (laughs) Now you always come back. Yeah. You can't escape the comic book store. It's like the town from it. It is. Dairy. (laughs) Dairy. (laughs) Yeah. Did you see it too? I did, yeah. Yeah. How'd you like it? It was fine. It was was fine. wasn't like scary, I guess. It wasn't as scary as the first one because no. there wasn't as much like genuine peril, I felt like, because like it's adults versus kids. But I did think it was cool that they made it into like kind of a monster movie at some points. And I love monster movies. Yeah. This, I mean, the second part is always like a monster movie. I think oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. But like, but my favorite part was like, uh, he talks about how like bad the second half is because mm-hmm. yeah. a lot of people talk about how Stephen King's books are like the endings are always trash and the ending did kind of suck yeah the ending always sucks yeah. especially in it what about Carrie yeah what that's a good well that's Carrie. when Stephen King was writing on lots of cocaine so, and that was like his uh, first book right no it's not his first book Ca- really I thought Carrie was like oh it was his first movie no. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I think that's the first one they adapted. What was the one where they were out right? in the woods and it was uh, winter time and it was the guy the from... No, no, no. Recent. It was a recent. <laughs> I was also going to say The Shining is a joke, but then I was like, oh, wait, you might be describing Stand By Me. No, no. Okay. It's, it's a recent, more recent one and it has like a one word name and it's about like an alien monster thing that crawls up a guy's butt. Oh, and oh, then, oh. Right? Uh, and it's got the red haired guy from Band of yeah, Brothers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, The Sixth Sense. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. and everyone's Wait, dead. No. <laughs> uh, crap. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's not Slither, but it's very much like Slither. Yeah, he totally stole. shiver. Sh- no, Splinter. No, 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 no. It's, no, is it Splinter was really good. It's what, and they're it might all not be one word. And like, and it's another one where it's like, oh, well, it was an alien. Yeah, I kind of. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's weird when they flip from monster to alien. I guess aliens are, I don't know, likely to be monsters. Oh, sweet, yeah. And Jesse's gonna go get some food, and we'll keep going. Oh, now I totally have to. I, I just it's got my that. sandwich. That's <laughs> Jesse's. It was starving. surprisingly good. Yeah, that and the newest, uh, the new remake of The Fog were pretty good. It's a, it's it's also about weather. It's like out. Oh, the you're cold. right. Yes. Oh crap! I don't know. We're gonna. I feel really yeah, bad because I actually yeah. know that. 
I know the name of that movie, and it's going to drive me nuts now. Anyways, we also read some comics. Yeah, we read some comics. <laughs> we read some comics this yeah. week. What you got on the pile today? Uh, I read more comics that I can't find, but sure. I read Bizarre Adventure. Oh, yeah. You showed me a bit of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what is this? This is a new series. Oh, this is issue one. This is issue one. Okay. I, don't, I think it's only going to be issue one. I think it's just like a Halloween thing that they're doing. Oh. They're like, it's October. Let's do spooky stories. Like, I feel like Marvel has been doing a lot more anthology stuff, backup story stuff that like yeah. they used to do. And I think this is a great move. They, this in, has like genuine horror stories. Yeah, genuine horror stories. And then it. a really funny Black Goliath three-page story that was actually probably besides the becky clunan one because becky clunan is amazing and she should always do more art right uh the black goliath story was probably one of my favorite stories in here because it's hilarious and black goliath doesn't get any play no he doesn't really i mean i think they have him around to be like look we have other giant characters like you know for exactly pits like this because they couldn't without spoiling the joke but it's a comedy bit about how the the um size changing guys powers work and they didn't want to do this joke on like Hank Pym or Scott Lang or Jenna Van Dyne. They were like, right. okay, but we have this guy that we can do all the bits with. Right. Yeah. Um, Especially yeah. considering how underutilized this character was in the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes. Despite the terrific casting of Lawrence Fishburne. C- correct. Yeah. Wait, when did they use him? And Man of the Wasp. The character's name oh, is... Oh, yeah, yeah, that's uh, right. They did use him for a second. Yeah, right? and he, he like worked with... He was established as somebody who worked with Hank Pym back in the day, but he wasn't like, quote unquote, Black Goliath, but he'd have the same name. And yeah. there's no reason why he couldn't be. Yeah, they could totally Black bring Goliath. it back, too. Yeah. Uh, hopefully they will, because we love Lawrence Fishburne and yeah. he's just going to be in the Matrix again. Oh, yeah. Fourth one. Yeah. Right, whatever. Yeah. I just rewatched the first one. I forgot how incredibly good it is. Yeah, I saw it. Did you see that new screening of it? No, oh, I was yeah. on an airplane, so it was censored. <laughs> Wait, what do you censor in the Matrix? Well, they say they say you know there's language in it, really just the language. Oh, yeah, like all all the like. Is it rated R? It is. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, gotta forget that. Uh, Not and none of it really matters. It's just like when you see this. It was the full movie. Like they didn't remove any scenes or anything. Right. Um, and you don't really need to hear Neo say the f word or anything. Right. But like when they replace it with, um. (laughs) <laughs> holy forgetfulness or whatever <laughs> it, it's very distracting <laughs> holy frankenstein yeah. you say about editing movies yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so i'm ma- editing the matrix which i completely even forgot that it's like the first have some f words in it i i just i just rewatched it on an airplane yeah and it was the cut version now and also yeah. that was uh when i watched the disaster artist for the first time mm-hmm um, that was also on an airplane censored, and I didn't realize it was a censored version until they got to the parts that are from the room that I knew. And I'm like, wait a minute, he didn't say freaking. Yeah. So, <laughs> freaking is yeah. like such the worst word to change uh, with the the with, with fuck. Yeah, everyone knows gone, right? what it is. Can we say a fuck now? It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're still up there, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> this episode recorded live in store, <laughs> like all episodes. Oh, I they were gone. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> the worst ever. You're the one who's going to get complained to. So. <laughs> this is, this is going know, right? right on Yelp. <laughs> Jesus. Ah, <laughs> uh, crap. <laughs> so, uh, a Marvel book I read this week mm-hmm. was yes. Marvel Comics One Thousand and One. Oh. Either of you look at that one? I did not. No, because I didn't. Oh, wait, you just read the first one. Oh, well, I read 1,000, and then I read 1,001. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. I was thinking 1,002. I bought 1,000. Okay. Yeah, and I thought it was, I thought it was 1,000. I don't know if you guys already discussed that issue on this podcast, but. No, we recap. Okay. Uh, it's um, 
81 page stories each one take place during a different year in marvel's history and they sort of like this was the year that and then it says in a little blurb like what important thing happened this year right. and so then as time wears on like in, at first you're just like okay this is the first issue of marvel comics and then sort of not a lot of important things happen for a while right. and then suddenly there's an important thing every single year um but so uh but yeah and then there was sort of like a, a quiet story about this new villain named black mask who has a mask and it gives him powers and it's whatever wait but, there's another black mask in the marvel universe yes and it's revealed that this guy's part of the like black mask lineage and it's the mask that keeps getting passed down from ter- person to person because huh, there's and, also a dc character named black mask you know, this guy in Marvel, his name might not be Black Mask, but he wears okay. a black mask and his name is something with a mask in it. And it's it black. probably is. I mean, they like to reuse their characters all the time. Sure. Yeah. I mean, Captain Marvel. Yeah. Captain Marvel. So, but, And they also love to tie them all together, mm-hmm. like like DC's Starman. Yes. Or uh, Marvel's uh, Marvel Girl, right? There's right. been a few Marvel Girls. There's been a few Marvel yeah. Girls, correct. So uh, this one was just a series of one-page stories that were like, some of them were gag strips, some of them were like... Like sort of showing how a character's powers work. Some of them were like tiny little vignettes. Like they revealed that the Beast likes ASMR videos. Um, there were two ASMR that were Spider-Man videos. being sad about Uncle Ben, uh, which is like, all right, man. Overall, <laughs> I would say that it was not a terrific utilization of talent. It had a lot of cool people in it. Yeah. Um, but it was just sort of like, you guys liked this before. It just read like deleted scenes. Like yeah. when they put out that... Uh, um, Anchorman movie that was just deleted scenes from the first Anchorman, and they said, "Look, guys, it's Anchorman two, and we all knew it wasn't." So this is just like that. <laughs> Wait, you didn't like Anchorman two? Is there an Anchorman three? Did mm. I miss that? Well, no, no. no. So um, to answer your question, no, I didn't like Anchorman <laughs> okay. two. Uh, but no, they they put out like this movie. You might remember this, a directed DVD movie that was like, here's a bunch of scenes that we cut from Anchorman that was like a subplot that we didn't put in the final cut. Right. Yes. And they released it as its own movie. Yeah. Yeah. Unnecessary. Unnecessary. I think I might be done with uh, Will Ferrell. In just in like in a larger sense, like you I know, don't need to see another Will Ferrell movie for another five to ten years. I don't think. Yeah. yeah. Unless he, uh, <laughs> they make that Jetsons movie where he was going to play George Jetson with like that'd be they cool. keep talking about. Oh, I and it's not going to happen. Have inside at this point. information about that. Oh, oh really? wow. Yeah. Cool. I can't Who's talk about it. <laughs> playing the dog. <laughs> Is it going to be Vin Diesel? It's, I'll tell you one thing. It's not going to be a movie. Is Bradley okay. Cooper going to be Rosie the Robot? Yes. Sweet. All right. I can check that out. (laughs) I will say, yeah, it's not going to be a movie. It's going to be a television show. And that's all I can say. With Will Ferrell? I don't think so. Unless they got Will Ferrell all of a sudden. Live action Jetson still? I could see him going back to TV. It's going to be live. And it is going to be live action. Interesting. Okay. Uh. Yes. In a very strange way. I mean, but I'll play more later. <laughs> but it's Netflix. Like uh, Gwyneth Paltrow is on that new Netflix show, The Politician. Oh, right. So like they're yeah. getting people. Yeah. I don't know how they have. How do they have so much money? Uh, investment. Just investment. They're, so, yeah, they're a publicly traded company. People yeah. bought, the, bought the stock thinking that it's going like, to skyrocket. Okay, so like hey, I it keeps going up. Fine, still yeah. pay twelve ninety nine for my membership. Hmm. Do you still pay twelve ninety nine for your membership? Mine might be fourteen. Yeah, I will not reveal it. whose password I have. <laughs> <laughs> it's his mom. <laughs> or Amazon or HBO. <laughs> yeah, I have my dad's HBO. Account. I'm looking for someone who's going to give me the Disney Plus. I have nothing Ooh. to trade. Dreamcatcher is the name of that movie, by the way. Sorry, Steven Dreamcatcher. There yeah. you go. I was oh. thinking Fire in the Sky, but that, yep. that came out around the same time. Mm-hmm. Jason Lee was in that, right? Yes, he was. I, he yeah. was yeah. I remember seeing he the poster. He was one was like, of the aliens. It was surprisingly good. Yeah. It was like the thing. It was not as good as the thing. But no. it's like 
It is very similar to the thing. Yeah, though. it was like the it was like the Safeway brand, the thing. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, this is fine. Safeway not, Select. Yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> yeah, similar. They're in the snow. Wait, was Lawrence Fishburne in that too? I don't know. No, I don't think so. Are we just gonna play Last Man Standing right now with Lawrence <laughs> Fishburne? <laughs> I think he was. I don't know. Mission Impossible Three. Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's uh, the one J.J. Abrams directed. Yes. Pee Wee's Playhouse. Oh wait, shit, that's not a movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think he was in it. Oh, there's a guy named Lawrence Castan was the director. Been. I feel like Lawrence Fishburne was older than oh, the shit, main Oh shit, it was Morgan cast. Freeman. Damn it. Uh, oh, Ooh. you're right. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Damn it. That's <laughs> bad. It is bad. That's bad. It is. <laughs> it is bad. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna leave this in the final cut. <laughs> <laughs> Donnie general, Wahlberg was in it as an example of public shaming. Oh, he was. Yeah. yeah. The good Wahlberg. The good Wahlberg. Yeah. As we like to call him. The one the, who didn't do that horrible yeah. thing. Yeah. No, that didn't blind somebody. Yeah. Yeah. We love bringing that up. Uh, <laughs> if, if only he would have been. That's uh, who also but would not have uh, saved us from nine eleven. Right. That's so. Yeah. You know. That was Mark. Yeah. Mark would have. Yeah. That, he yeah. would have been on that plane. Oh. He would have done another hate crime. He would have stopped <laughs> those guys, but not because of what they were doing on the plane. He would have objected to their <laughs> general way of being and stopped them from doing whatever it was they were about to do. But you know what, man? I'll still watch Boogie Nights like once a year. Oh, totally. Yeah. 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 I haven't watched it in a while. Have you, have you guys been to Wahlburgers? Like yes. in your, yeah. in your I have travels? been to Wahlburgers. I refuse to let a Wahlburg touch my food, and I don't think that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> the old family members work there? Donnie. Is that Not true? Even Donnie. Damn. I don't know. I like Donnie. I think he's all right. <laughs> he's a new kid. <laughs> he's really he's working his way up that ladder again. Yeah. <laughs> he's trying really hard. He, he was did. even in that show Blue Bloods, I think. <laughs> Oh, yeah, with Tom Selleck? Yeah, Tom Selleck. I almost said Tom Sizemore. I'm like, nope. Yeah, different guys. <laughs> different, different. I mean, as far as like... way up the ladder again, too. As far as living in the shadow of an older brother actor goes, I put him rank number three below Stephen Baldwin and Liam Hemsworth. Mm. Aw, Liam Hemsworth. Oh, and uh, Porky Sandler. <laughs> oh, speaking of... Ball, I just watched uh, the first season of... Uh, Porky Sandler? <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> he was on Mad TV for like a minute. <laughs> Literally one minute. <laughs> he plays a very smart That's character. That's a real person? Right. <laughs> Wait, is smart he Adam Sandler's really brother? Porky Sandler? <laughs> I don't know why I decided the name of Porky for a Jewish person. <laughs> I watched uh, the season of the pur the first season of the Purge TV show. Oh, how's that? It was good in a lot, in kind of the same way that the movie was, where you're like, "Oh, this is like entertaining throughout," and then you're like, "Oh, wait a second, I don't know if the overall, uh, yeah, maybe not." Getting a whole show purge, out of that. The first Purge was really good. Yeah, and it was basically following like it was a serialized version of just a Purge movie. Okay, but uh, the youngest Baldwin brother. William, I think, maybe yeah. Billy Baldwin Billy. was in it, and he's just doing an Alec Baldwin impression the whole time, <laughs> which is very weird. He's just doing Alec Baldwin's character from Thirty Rock, like oh, same voice, same no. face. Where I was like, did they get? Did they do that youngening computer thing on Alec Baldwin? Because he's doing the same voice. It's like, oh, no, he's just playing Jack Purging Donaghy. is for closers. Yeah, uh, he is. He's like a business guy. Uh, and he's like talking no. about how the purge is good. <laughs> I mix up Billy Baldwin and Stephen Baldwin now because Billy Baldwin used to be like the hot brother. He was the yeah yeah yeah, yeah he was the sure. really hot one, but now he just looks like Stephen. Yeah, not as bad. He's not as bloated as he uh, uh, really. The other two. I thought yeah. he looked pretty he looked bloated fine. recently. He looked okay. Yeah, he looked he's like getting... a like a better looking version of Alec Baldwin now. Because he's also in 
that too young to die old show, whatever. Oh. <laughs> too young, too old to die young. Is that yeah. what it was called? Yes, I think. Yeah, the yeah, Brubaker. Too young to die old. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> this is like that song, "Only the Good Die." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we talked about this before. The Brubaker show, which was not good. Yeah. Though my husband thought it was fantastic he thinks it's the best show and i was like i don't know how i would Agree come home and he's just like glued to the television because he's really high and I'm like, the uh, only yeah. way word you can watch this the show that's actually what got me through the whole purge tv show I was oh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah i'm just gonna get, getting back into edibles just gonna check out this purge show oh man the music was good for that show but that's it but yeah okay. billy baldwin was uh, in that looking quite bloated and yeah, no sense all three all. of them they really didn't age well. No, Stephen Ball, he's all religious now. He's like a religious, like conservative dude. Now. Billy or Stephen? Stephen, the one that was okay. in the Usual Suspects, right? The Usual Suspects and uh, Biodome. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my my favorite casting choice. Yeah, that was a good man. What a what a cast. Polly Shore <laughs> and Stephen Baldwin yeah. in a, like a pro environmental tale. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> they probably won't hang out anymore though. Yeah. I hear Polly Shore's okay. Yeah, he's kind of a dick. Oh, is he? Yeah, yeah. Oh. He's like not a cool My friend guy. had a white wine spritzer with him at the airport. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. He he's he also was... very bad at comedy. Yes, that is but true. But his mom owns one of the biggest comedy clubs. Right. Or did, R.I.P. Mitzi, I guess. But... You guys oh. talking about Polly Shore? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Sweet. Just yeah. pure nepotism. I once saw him uh, um, take a bunch of dirty laundry out of his car in the parking <laughs> lot at the comedy store. And I'm like, oh, so this is where he does his laundry. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, hey, Biodome. Yeah. I'll still watch Biodome once a year. That's what we were just talking about. <laughs> and Cino uh, well, Man, baby. Yeah. <laughs> what else you read this week? Uh, I also read, well, I was going to say Vampire State Building because uh, that was exciting. Uh, for oh, me yeah. Jones. What a great name. Ugh, I think it's the worst name. Here's what happened. <laughs> um, some, th- some guy was hanging out with his dad and he's like, oh, I was thinking we might go to the... Uh, we're going to New York because we might visit the Empire State Building. And his dad went, did you say Vampire State Building? And then they wrote a comic book. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm guessing because it's by, I was a one-word name. And whenever you have a one-word name, you can definitely uh, call things like Vampire State Building. Like Ange, his name is just Ange. Okay. Or Anja. I have an aunt, Ange. Is it her? Ange? <laughs> Maybe. Ange? Is it Ange? Is it Danny Ange? <laughs> Former... <laughs> Phoenix Suns point guard. Oh, <laughs> oh, and the Boston Celtics. I think he might be in the Hall of Fame. What? what? <laughs> did he start writing comic books now? Like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar did. Oh, yeah. It could be. I think he did. Yeah. What a weird deep cut. <laughs> Speaking of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, not to derail, but did you read his article about his thoughts on the Shane Gillis situation? I did, yeah. Really, really good. He's such a smart dude. Actually a very He's smart so cool. guy. He's yeah. good at Kung Fu. What? He was in uh, Game of Death. He was one of Bruce Lee's uh, students, like oh. legitimately. Oh, that's so in, like, cool. In the 70s, yeah. And he plays a blind bad guy uh, who's like the final boss in the original in the Game of Death. Oh. Yeah, and he's very good, too. Like very agile for a huge guy. There's this cool fight scene between him and Bruce Lee. And he's arguably the fourth funniest person in Airplane. Yeah. yeah. And he's, I mean, he's actually a pretty good writer, too. Yeah, that Mycroft Holmes book yeah, is good. It was. Does he still have the record for the most points in a season? Or most points in a career? I don't I think, don't so. think, I don't think so. so. Yeah. I think Shaquille O'Neal surpassed him LeBron and somebody probably. else by now. Yeah. Yeah. We're not talking about basketball. All right. <laughs> <laughs> he brought it up. <laughs> uh, okay, so we're talking about Vampire State Building oh, now. Yeah. Uh, I like how you draw the line <laughs> at basketball, but Polly Shore, totally on limits. Oh, yeah, totally. 
and hockey. We can I thought it was <laughs> fun in Vampire <laughs> no State Building. It was fun to see uh, Charlie Adler's work uh, in color. Yeah, it was. Because I've always enjoyed yeah. his art, but he was so consumed with uh, doing Walking Dead for so many years, which, you know, as we all know, black and white book. is cool to oh, see his stuff in full guy. color. Yeah, that yeah. guy. It's Charlie Adler. Oh, word. However, this comic is literally just Walking Dead, but with vampires. Yeah, yeah. Not I do, that it's bad. Does it just feel that way because it's Charlie Adler? No. Because, like... All right. It does have a lot of the same faces. That when I was reading it a couple of times, I was like, is that the guy from Walking Dead? I'm like, no, that's just how he draws faces. Yeah, it's just, I mean. That's just a man with blonde hair. That's yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, his guy. characters are very similar, you know, to Walking Dead. Yeah. And it's just, it's because he's drawing vampires instead of zombies, mm-hmm. and they look, they're not like pretty vampires. Which mm. was my favorite thing about this. Yeah, they're zombified like, vampires. Yeah, I don't yeah. like, uh, yeah. I don't like, like pretty vampires. vampires? I like scary monster vampires. Don't I like care both. For the I like that monster, they, could, they could be both, like Buffy. Yeah, like, yeah. like Angel and Spike were pretty, but the master was disgusting. Right. Yeah, yeah or okay. you could turn into a gross vampire. Yeah. yeah. So you can trick somebody. Or like an eerie mix of both, like. Dracula kind of, where it's like, yeah. oh, is this like, you yep. know, lithe sort of like well-dressed, uh, but also there's something a little scary about him. Exactly, yeah. I think it's established in Buffy that the older a vampire you are, the more like you can sort of determine, do you want to be the master and be like powerful and disgusting, or do you want to be Dracula and be like alluring and have all these other powers and whatnot? Well, the master mm. also lost his powers. What? The master lost his, pa- when he was trapped in Buffy. Oh, I didn't realize. I thought he just was trapped. I didn't realize that he also had no powers. Well, yeah, he did. That's why he couldn't get out. And so, like, he lost a lot of his power, so he couldn't change, like, back and forth and, like... Oh. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You've watched season one a lot more than I have. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I've read a lot of stuff, too. Okay, sure. Yeah. Dope. So, yeah. I think that was part Do of it, Do you think was... a one-shot, the history of the master, would be dope? Like a comic? Oh, yeah, totally. Okay, cool. Yeah. We should write it. Mm. I just want to write a Buffy comic really I just bad. think it would, it would take place, like way too like the the sweet spot is it would take place in like what the 10th century yeah nobody's fact checking that nope. no that's true yeah <laughs> Definitely i just not. be like yeah we had cars yeah. <laughs> <laughs> leave me alone <laughs> um and yeah the other thing about well vampire state building besides being zombie vampires and fun to say yes and fun to say and they're kind of like again like the strain to vampires yeah. too except without scary worm tongues um, is like the big white paneling. It's obviously that a European comic. Did throw me off a little bit. Yeah. yeah, like why not publish it in its original format or I don't know, have it redone if you're gonna do it in the U.S. Yeah, because the boxes were really tiny too, and like the word bubbles. Yeah, and, and I like had to, yeah, maybe because I'm old too, and I had to like put it really close to yeah, my face. Yeah, totally. And it kind of run, some of the panels kind of run off the page, run off the end of the page. Oh yeah, it's weirdly. Yeah, that was yeah. That took me out of a little. I think this will be if it's four issues. Yeah, I think it'll be good. If it goes beyond four issues, no thanks. Yeah, doesn't need to be like no. a long, the uh, ongoing. Yeah, I don't think it can be. Really. I think it should be one issue per story in the building itself. Ooh, interesting. Ooh, that would be cool. One hundred and fourteen. Yeah. Is that, a, is that 114 stories? Uh, I don't know. Are you just making Sounds it up? Sounds about right. I think it's 85 <laughs> stories. No, it's more than 100. <laughs> is it? <laughs> yeah. I think. I don't know. They actually like say the 75th floor. They should show you the stories. And there's also a scary vampire with teeth all over his body. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I like that. Was Empire State Building was one King Kong climbed, right? 102. Yes. Okay, okay. Got it. 102? 102. Okay. Right. No longer the tallest building, though. No, not no more. Nope. So there's that. 
I also don't know why they're there. They don't tell you anything like that. But uh, why are vampires <laughs> ever anywhere, right? Yeah, why don't they mind their own business? <laughs> That's what I think. That's my position on vampires. Get out of here. <laughs> Just cut it out. Let me do my thing, vampires. They also have a very uh, bad weakness, which is the sun. Yeah. So right, come yeah. Out. And uh, Empire State Building has a lot of windows, guys. Yeah, all over the outside. All yeah. over the outside. Yeah, so. what's their goal here? <laughs> they're not underground, obviously. Yeah. No, they're going to have a problem with when that. When the sun comes up, everyone <laughs> just picks a closet. Yeah. And they don't seem to have any, like, uh, overarching, like, they're not trying to, like, steal anything. Just like there, they're just attacking people in there. Yeah. Those vampires are supposed to be smart. <laughs> well, maybe not. <laughs> not if they're zombie vampires. Yeah, that's true. I feel like when you become a vampire, you're, like, too driven by your hunger for human that you sort of like forget like not like yeah. zombie stupid but like because you can still like talk and yeah, like, like you the, know like the blade two scary vampires yeah, yeah. Like yeah. that's why i like smarter vampires or maybe they're like the uber vamps from the final season of buffy yeah that's what it is yeah uh, speaking of vampires and the bizarre adventures that we didn't finish talking about, there's oh, yeah. a great uh, Becky Cloonan story in the back about Dracula sweet nice. from Tomb of Dracula Dracula um, and then also uh, Van Helsing's daughter, and they have a great little oh, like, cool. not love story, which I really like. Actually, like you know, Dracula kind of tries to enthrall her, and she's like, "No, I'm Van Helsing's daughter." Like, mm. I can't say you know, f off. Basically, <laughs> <laughs> are and, there any specific traits? I'm not very familiar with because Marvel has had some iteration of Dracula. They had their own yeah. Dracula comic for a long time. Yeah, that's, that's who he is. Yeah, yeah. What are, are there any distinctive features of the Marvel Dracula as opposed to like other iterations of Dracula? Not really. Oh. Just like yeah. handsome, <laughs> like Dracula is. This guy's a uh, catchphrase. Hey, give me that blood. <laughs> what he's always saying. Yep, <laughs> that, that's pretty much it. I mean, that's, that's where Blade know. was created, right? Yeah, and Werewolf by Night. Oh, I mean, yeah. Werewolf by Night. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so that's pretty. That's his. Where, that's Werewolf his by Night. The Marvel character with the laziest real name. Jack, Jack Russell. Russell. Yeah. Yep. That's right. <laughs> well, wolves are like dogs. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then Moon Knight was created in Werewolf by Night. Oh, nice. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the guy, the Dracula from the third Blade movie was the Marvel Dracula. Correct. Okay. Yeah. And they're supposedly going to be doing a whole Marvel horror line. Yeah. Which is why I also think they're pulling all of these out again. Oh, like too. movies or TV or something? TV, I believe. Okay. So Moon Knight is happening. And then they're supposed to be doing a Ghost Rider, but I heard it got canceled already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, no having a guy's head be on fire on a TV budget, like. Yeah. That's true. They yeah. were doing that Robbie Reyes. That's what it was supposed to be, was the Robbie sure. Reyes one. So maybe they're going to redo it and they're like, maybe we'll do Johnny Blaze hmm. and Yeah, because they just relaunched the Ghost Rider uh, this week, Ghost Rider number one, which yeah. I thought was very good. Yeah. Ed Brisson writing it. Yeah. Uh, I forget who was doing the art, but it was very good also. Like, yeah, yeah they're back to Johnny Blaze. Yeah, I think that's maybe what they're going to do because they're going to do Hellstrom, which right. Ghost Rider also appeared in. So I think they're just going to do all of that okay. instead. Maybe. Uh, yeah, so I like that. That was good. Uh, the last one I read was Nomen Omen. Mm. Uh, I really from, liked both covers for that. Yeah, be- again, Becky Clunan cover, which I just grabbed because it's awesome. And this was from Image. This was something a lot of people were asking about. Yeah. But maybe it's just because the new, every time Image puts out a number one, people are like always interested because it's always really different and mm-hmm. unique and cool. But like, how is it actually? Yeah. And so I read the preview to this originally, and this is by Marco B. Buki. Mm-hmm. Buki? 
I should know this. I'm Italian. And artist and colorist Jacopo Camagni. Yeah, Jacopo Camagni. Yeah, whose art I really liked. I liked his cover and I liked his uh, interior art. Yeah. Uh, and then it does have editors, which I was very surprised because <laughs> <laughs> there are some editing problems in this comic. Mm. Let me tell you, uh, just like, the, and maybe it's a language thing because they probably, mm-hmm. I, maybe it was written in Italian first and then translated. I'm not sure. Or maybe it's just an English problem. Anyways, there's definitely some, not just like vocabulary stuff, but just like the way it's written. Um, but basically it's about, it starts in like 1995 mm-hmm. on Midsommar's Eve. <laughs> And uh, there's a couple they're driving through like the country. Um, there's a giant accident. They go mm-hmm. to like see what's going on, and there's like a pregnant woman who is yep. Uh, she's got like, some like, runes, runes on like, her, yeah. maybe drawn in blood. Mm-hmm. That Ooh. is as far as I got. Did it make sense after that? Did anything happen to? So sort of. Okay. So basically, they're like trying to like help her. Mm-hmm. She says she's fine. She has a concussion. She they like start going through all these like medical terms. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the woman puts her hand mm-hmm. on one of the other woman's like stomach, and there's like a light goes off. Yep. And I guess she like transfers the baby into the other okay. woman. So it's one of those, like a demonic birth type of deal. Yeah. That kind of yeah. Okay. So. After that, that's, this is where it gets a little hazy. They don't really tell you that's what happens. You just mm-hmm. kind of have to, like, assume you know what's going on. There's, like, a big, like, kind of, like, crazy demonic scene mm-hmm. that goes that happens. And you're like, I guess that's what happened. Because <laughs> then it's, like, years later. Huh. Then they're like, there's been an accident. Oh. And then, and then they show her, like, a bracelet, like a hospital bracelet. And then everything's in black and white after that. And then there's like a poem. And then all of a sudden there's like the daughter. We assume is her daughter. Right. So we a new character's introduced and it's, huh. It says like Manhattan, December 21st. It doesn't even say the year. It's, yeah, that's what I mean. It's just hmm. like, okay, I guess we're just going to assume this is the kid. And they're like having a birthday party for her. And they're just like talking like people talk these days, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and then there's like a big d- demonic scene yeah. at the end of this. Um, and the demon like rips out her heart basically. Oh no. Yeah. Okay. But like that whole thing happens. They don't tell you anything about like what happened with her and her mom or anything. Yeah. Past and it's just it's kind of very jumbly. Yeah, and you just jump to the main character being an adult now. After. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well. Yeah. It depends on what they do in the next couple issues. I guess so, <laughs> but it was just yeah, the writing was just not pulled together. I think it really needed some help with the story, and I didn't understand like where the demon came from and why he was attacking her, and like they kind of allude to like maybe like that you know she's. Because she's this daughter mm-hmm. of this like weird birth process, that that's why he's attacking her. Mm-hmm. But I was like, okay, I guess I assumed that earlier, but you didn't really tell me anything. So. Yeah, like she could sure. be the Antichrist or something. I guess. Right. <laughs> so that's Nomen Omen. Thumbs well, down, I it's guess. It's not the kid from Bad Santa. No. That's right. Thurman Merman. Thurman yeah. Merman. Yeah. I also hate. What is a Nomen Omen? It's is a, that a thing? We better find out. I guess. Kind of almost. Not quite, though. No. What's a Nomen? Like, no men allowed. <laughs> <laughs> this is a no men omen. Ah. Something in here makes me feel no like there will be no men here. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Is that a word, though? Am I Noman? Pre- no, I don't Noman? think so. Noman? Okay. Yeah, because it's not anybody's name. I thought it was going to be like a, a, like a name or something in the book. Or... Hmm. No? Nobody? What if all the demon people end up being women and there's no men? No man, oh man. It's a cautionary tale about what happens (laughs) if you let these bronze be in charge. I guess out, that's literally why the last man, except it's like the last woman. Oh boy, that's so much worse. I know. (laughs) That's what I said. Like someone, Brian K. Vaughn had a stock answer for when people would ask him that question. Like, would you ever do a story about. Um, what if uh, why the last man is reversed? And he said, "Well, I did write the first issue of X, the last woman, and it's only one issue long because then everyone gets nuked." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> man, imagine how imagine all the DMs that lady would get. Just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> inbox overflowing. <laughs> She's like, "So yeah. what have you been up to? I know we haven't talked in a while, but uh, notice there's no other women in the world." So. <laughs> She gets a what's up text every four and a half seconds <laughs> until 11 p.m. And then it becomes you up text. Yeah, I, my, my friend told me about it yesterday and I was like, that sounds like the most horrifying book I've yeah. ever. Yeah. <laughs> Why would anybody write that? <laughs> and no, I don't yeah, want to no. read it ever. She's like, yeah, it was pretty awful, but it had like a nice ending. I'm like, how could that ever have a nice ending? She would be dead in like five minutes. Yeah. Like, I mean, why would I read a book or a comic about a world where there's only one woman and everyone else is men when I could just watch any action movie from the 80s? Right, there you go. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, did anybody else read anything else? Uh, I read Spider-Verse number oh, yeah. one. Spider-Verse number um, one. I couldn't figure out what was happening in it because I haven't really followed Spider-Man, but it looks like... They're reestablishing uh, the the whatever it is the web the time web the something web the dimensional that web connects the Spider Verse together. It was blown up at the end of the events of Spider Verse. Oh, for the heredit, oh, yeah, the web of death. The heredit, what were they called? Hereded, the hereditors. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah. I hope not. <laughs> it was like something like those. You know, the guys that were eating all the Spider Men's. Oh, yeah, they're not in here. No. Oh, Moreland and his gang. Yeah. Yeah. Weren't they called, I like, the Hereditors or that something? That should like that? be the next Spider Verse movie. It Bring Moreland be. in there. Yeah, That'd yeah. be great. Bring Ezekiel in. Was that their names? I don't know. Okay, I'm terrible I, at I remember I read. Um, I don't know things. The only Moreland stuff I've read was his first appearance, the, the Straczynski stuff, which I mm. thought was excellent. Yes. Um, and I'm like, oh, yeah, this guy's a, a really good villain. He's, like, potent and scary and, like, new. Yeah. Like, I mean, the, he's he's a perfectly good villain to put in me. And he's also a vampire, so they could totally just have the Empire State Building in there. And they'll be like, oh, I know this. I've been here. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think, but. But yeah, I think they wiped them all out in that Spider Verse story. And this is a new thing. Yeah, yeah, they they established that uh, the the entire Spider Verse still exists and still is interconnected. And mm-hmm, the person mm-hmm. at the center now is a new character that we meet in this, named Spider Zero, who's pulling uh, Miles Morales through the Spider Verse into whatever the center of the Spider Verse is, where there's the main web that connects all of them. And they've got to do something. Unclear what they have to do uh, so far, but it is a fun issue where it's just Miles Morales getting pulled through different versions of the Spider-Verse. Like there's the monster Spider-Verse where everybody's all Kirby monsters and Spider-Man is a big monster. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a like post-apocalyptic one where Spider-Man's sort of a, uh, who was the guy? Lord Humongous in uh, 
in Mad Max. And it's like kind of a Mad Max world. And yeah. They, we just zap in and he's trying to get the very last bit of uncorrupted human DNA to somewhere. And there's a bunch of super mutated X-Men chasing him in like Mad Max cars. Oh, they're like, so, oh, yeah. yeah they're visually, like, like a super fun issue. I couldn't tell what was going on, but that's my fault for not following it up till now. But I think yeah. this is, I think they really want this to be, and I, yeah, I didn't really like give it a good close read, but I did flip through it. Mm-hmm. I think this is a very good jumping on point for someone who like maybe saw the movie. Yes. Because like on totally. the cover, I, I, there's, um, I don't know if it's this cover they put out a few covers but it's like okay it's not this cover but they had like uh the the robot from the movie yes, with, with, yeah, the, yeah, with yeah. the girl different, uh, and like and this is Spider-Man. clearly spider-man noir the mm-hmm. voice by voice perfectly by nicholas cage yep mm-hmm. uh yeah so i think they they intend this to be like we did a spider-verse thing and then the movie came out and was incredible and everyone loved it so here's a new comic you could jump into with the main character you know we're gonna have yes. new characters and yeah, I think that's they're really going for that. Yeah, I didn't think about that at the time, but that totally makes sense. Like, this does follow almost directly the events of the movie, or you can make a case for it following directly. Like, if you watch the movie and you're like, wow, that's how it ends, and you're like, ooh, no, it doesn't. Yeah. It actually picks up again with Spider-Verse number one. So, yeah, cool. Is Penny Parker in it? Uh, not yet, okay. but... Uh, probably they mm-hmm. should. They do show her in the background of a panel once when they're showing like a big sort of giant two page splash thing of all the different Spider Verses. So she's still out there. Yeah, I think all these covers are just showing all the different Spider Men and women who have existed. Mm-hmm. Inheritors. Inheritors. There you go. Okay, cool. I was close. I just yeah. missed the in. <laughs> uh, let's get to some news. Oh, there's one more. There's oh, one more oh, comic oh. I wanted to talk about okay. real quick because I've, no I've just news. read. I read uh, the first seven issues of the current Dial H for Hero series, okay. and I think it's really, really good. Okay. And I think more people should be reading it because Dial H for Hero has always been a dope concept. You have the H dial, you have to dial hero to turn to a random superhero. But this one, mm-hmm. they're sort of establishing the, what they're doing for the first time that I've noticed anyway is that every time someone turns into a different hero it's done in a different art style yeah. and they've already Ooh. aped people like um, Mobius was aped in an issue cool. uh, Frank Miller like Sin City style uh, there was a, someone who was sort of in a Charles Schultz style uh, Mike Allred uh, there was um, uh, the second issue a villain turns into a guy who totally is supposed to look like um Goku in Dragon Ball. Like, it's yeah. a very old school classic Akira Toriyama style. Who did um, you say there was also a Liefeld uh, issue? Or? Oh, yeah, yeah, the very yeah. first yeah. one. Yeah. So I think you pouches. actually talked about that oh, issue. Okay. <laughs> his name is Monster yeah. Truck. And he got his power yeah. by yeah. eating Monster yeah. Trucks or okay. something. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is very on brand for you. <laughs> That's the one you read. <laughs> Sounds exactly right. Okay. Yeah. Now I remember. Uh, and, and they're impl- also implying that some guys might come back, like the Mike Allred one, uh, Lolo Kick You, has already come back. Um, and yeah, the, uh, the the most recent issue, uh, and the artist is Joe Canones, who's very good at aping many different mm-hmm. styles. And it, it, for, at times, I thought like, "Oh, did they like bring Mobius back? Did he do this? They bring him back <laughs> they from the dead? The they, they didn't. That I had to be, double check. That would be a very Mobius move to yeah. come back to life. Like classic Mobius <laughs> to do literally half a page. <laughs> yeah." <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's 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 good, and there's lots of references to like uh, old school DC. I didn't realize the New Fifty Two was over until I started working here again, yeah, uh, which was like two weeks ago. So <laughs> um, yeah, that's cool. Uh, but yeah, we don't sell very much of Dial H for Hero, and I think we should sell more. So if you listen to this, check out Dial H for Hero. The first trade will probably be out soon because we're up to seven issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and I hope it keeps going forever. Um, so the big news from uh, Comic Con right oh, yeah, now. That's right now. Huh? That is right now. Uh, New York Comic Con. New York Comic Con. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so there's a Paper Girls panel right now happening literally at this minute. Oh, wow. Uh, oh, about the show. About the show. Yeah. yeah for Amazon. 
which I am feeling not great about. I'll oh, say. Oh no, really? I don't know, man. So <laughs> Amazon's done a pretty good job with their superhero stuff thus far, though. Like yeah, uh, Runaways. Yeah, okay. Runaways. The boys. The, the boys, boys is good. really good. Yeah. The Live boys are really tick good. Tick is very good. Yes. So we'll see, but I don't know. After reading this article, I was kind of like, Ew. okay. So mm. so far, did anybody like Toy Story four? Yeah. Did you like it? No. You didn't like it? I don't know. I don't remember the Toy Story movies individually. I just don't remember them as a new franchise. It's okay. It came out like this year. Mm. Okay, I didn't see that. Okay. There's a showrunner is uh, Stephanie Folsom, and she's the- Oh, of the street fair. Sure. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect for yeah, full, yeah. <laughs> from, Tor- from Toy Story. Family friendly. Family friendly. <laughs> uh, so she is the showrunner, and she also is from Toy Story 4. Mm-hmm. And she oh, she is, like wrote on it? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. And she is writing the pilot. Okay. As we speak. That's what Brian K. Vaughn says. Um, Dev Patel, I guess, is going to be in okay. the pilot. The dude from... Uh, Slumdog Millionaire. Slumdog Millionaire. And he was in yeah. Last Airbender. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Oh, and he was in that movie Lion that was really good. Did you guys see that? I did not see that. No. I heard it was really good. Really though. good. You'll yeah. cry, though. It's Aww. really good. Yeah, that looked really sad. Yeah. No, it's like happy. Happy? It's, sad? Like, it's like, well, it's both. It's, yeah. it's complicated, but the, this dude, this true story is like amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else? Also, this is what I didn't like about this article. So he said, Brian K. Vaughn said, uh, we'll definitely have to change a lot of paper girls for TV to make it work. I guess that's true, yeah. And I was like, I don't... How are you going to have people riding giant cyber pterodactyls around all I the mean, time? And yeah, all the time, yes. Yeah. Yeah. It happened a lot. It did happen a lot <laughs> in the... Sh- yeah. I'm wondering why, after the... And I, I do not use this term lightly. Phenomenal success of Into the Spider Verse that yeah. more people aren't looking into. Like, let's just do dope animation because some things can't be filmed. Yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah, and this might be one of those shows for sure. Yeah. So, anyways, they're definitely going to have to change a lot of stuff, right? Uh, for it to work, I guess. I don't know. We'll see. I, I think that's more like when they go into the future mm-hmm. yeah. worlds and stuff. That's the stuff they're going to have trouble with. Oh, is that like because I I haven't is that a spoiler? Because I I'm oh. up to the the quote unquote present day. Yeah. Do they go beyond that? Yes. Okay. Well then. All right. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm excited. Ooh, that sounds great. Yeah. I'm gonna have to borrow all the books. And take them home. <laughs> Read them tonight. Uh ooh, no, don't go to that. Also. Yes. Uh, lots of other shows. Oh, there's another new Walking Dead show. I think we already talked about that. What's it called? And then The Walking, Walking Dead, Dead Nights. Yeah, don't be so scared of The Walking don't Dead. Don't be so time. scared. It just says The Walking Dead. New spinoff show. I, I guess did The Walking Dead. <laughs> I don't think there should be another Walking Dead spinoff show. Because didn't they just say season 11 they're doing? Yeah, they're doing... Well, yeah, they're still continuing with all of the shows. Yeah. Well, which I don't right. understand. Uh... It's about ladies, though. That's a new show focuses on the first generation of young people to grow up in the post-zombie apocalypse right, world. Okay. So kind of in the world of uh, issue 193, the final issue of Walking Dead, where the threat of zombies has been largely suppressed, you know, but they're still... They're still out there, but sure. nobody's that scared of them anymore. Well, Society if, is reestablishing itself. Is yeah. it still... Because I, I stopped reading Walking Dead, like, oh my God, like book like 12. So now I'm, I'm super, super behind. If you die of any sort of ailment, mm-hmm. yeah. would you still be a zombie? Yes. yes. So like, even though zombies are basically gone, mm-hmm. if I like fell out of a tree on my head and died, yes. I would then become a zombie and people have to take care of that. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm not gonna climb any trees then. <laughs> <laughs> Don't climb any trees. At okay, all. so that yeah, that's still like an ongoing threat. Like every yep. dead body is potentially a a threat. A, yeah, a threat. Yeah. 
Yeah. But, so, but you're saying it's literally Walking Dead: The Next Generation. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Which why? I, like the thing I want to know is like, how did it start? Like, why haven't we still figured that out? Yeah. That would be better. I mean, but like, does it matter? Like, that's the thing that I always like. Same with Why the Last Man. Like, at a point, once the series got to a certain number of issues, I was just like, you know, I, I even think they explained it at the end. But like, this is just, it's like a like a thought experiment. I guess so. Yeah, and I don't think there's. There maybe wouldn't be like a satisfactory explanation, like because we've already done yeah. in the movies and stuff. Like they've done, it's a supernatural curse thing, and they've done like it's like a chemical weapon. They've done like the yeah. disease, and like I think yeah, yeah, but they could still do like what happened at the very beginning. True, yeah, you know, and how to get like all a, out of control. In the yeah, first place. yeah, totally. Yeah, which they thought they were doing with Fear the Walking Dead. Yeah, I thought that was the whole thing, and then they didn't. Oh. Yeah. It just turned into The Walking it Dead. It literally but turned earlier, into The Walking Dead, yeah. Or just with a different group of people, I guess, yeah. because The Walking Dead does start at the outset of the zombie outbreak. Huh. Yeah. So, oh. this, and it, this feels like the same thing again. Is this just Robert Kirkman trying to buy more houses or something? Yes. Like, is that what's going on? It's exactly He's what it not is. Rich enough, and he yeah. needs. He's like, well, this show didn't hit, and the other one's dying down, so I better uh, yeah. get on board with this one. Because I thought in, uh, Invincible was going to be a show, too, but that right. looks like it fell through. So okay. now he needs some more money, I but guess. But Super Dinosaur, they're doing an animated Did you see how terrible CGI. that looks? It doesn't look great, it yeah. It looks awful. It's a bummer because it's such a fun idea. Yeah. And the comic was pretty good. Yeah. And if they did like a regular animated version of it, yeah. I could see that being like super cool. Yeah. Why does it have to be like super CGI and like crappy looking? Yeah. I don't understand that at all. Uh, oh, we got the first look at the new Thor, also oh. from Donny Cates. Okay. Oh, yeah, he's got a big horn hat now. Yeah, he does or have a even big... even more horn. I don't understand. He's got, like, Odin's. That weird hat. Ram hat. It looks like he stole it from his little pet ram. Yeah. Chopped off his head. <laughs> Should be real sad. Yeah. Well, the head would grow back, though. Those rams are oh, immortal. Oh, yeah, true. They are uh, immortal. Maybe he did that. You can eat them if you want. Oh, no. That's, yeah. so, that's awful. If you eat one of their legs, they just grow a new one. Uh, art by Nick Klein, colors by Matt Wilson. That's all right. the best thing about all of that yeah. news. Because I don't think... Uh, can't they get other writers? Not that, I, mean, I don't know, man. Not Donny that he's Kate a bad writer. He sells a writer. lot of comics. He, like, he sell knows a lot of comics. how to invent new characters that people get excited about for four issues and then quickly grow tired. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Well, that's maybe unfair. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I like a lot of his stuff. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like, yeah, it's going to be He's like. He's for sure just going to do a standard trick, though, where he takes an exi two existing characters and mashes them together into yeah. one super powerful character. It's going to be like, the story of God Country. That's what it's going to yeah. be. It's literally going to be. Because that was his Thor story. Oh, right. Yeah. It's, like, so there's going to be a new. <laughs> Which they've already done in Thor so many times. They did like the Leviathan, who mm -hmm. then turned out to be Odin's brother or whatever, and is now yeah. still part of it. But they're just going to introduce a new super powerful adversary. Oh yeah, and then Thor's going to have to get maybe a new cooler a new weapon. hammer, maybe mm -hmm. so it's like a it's like a double hammer, or something. and it's going to be like a hidden away and like some his like Warhammer. yeah, yeah he's going to go on a quest to get it. Oh yeah, that's definitely his thing. So well, look forward to that. Yeah. <laughs> number one, I'm sure. We just had a number one Thor comic, too. That's true. But, um, well, we're going to have another one. Okay. At least the art will be oh, good. War of Realms is over. Yeah. Uh, this is really funny. Uh, journalist Rachel Maddow will join the cast of CW's Batwoman. Cool. This is not a joke. <laughs> this is a real thing. Um do you think she's going to spend like an entire year talking about how Russians invented the Joker and then it turns out they didn't and she just kind of has to walk it all back or just completely ignore 
Yes. The, okay. <laughs> Probably. Uh, yeah, I think this is really bizarre. I think they just mostly wanted her to play. So she's playing Vesper Fairchild. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's going to be the sardonic voice of Gotham. Oh, okay. So, so like, she's a, like a radio, radio voice. host. All right. Yeah. That could be good. Yeah. I think they just wanted another lesbian to be on the show. Yeah. The previews for that look good, too. I think what yeah. Ruby Rose looks like a good Batwoman. She does. We'll see if it plays out okay. She's good at stunts also, I found out. She does yes. a good portion of her own stunts. So yeah, that, she, be... that was like why they wanted her, because she does martial arts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was great in John Wick. Yeah, too. that's mostly what she did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. John she, she did not yeah, talk. She was a mute character. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what else is coming out this week? Oh, Maleficent is coming out. I've seen like 9,000 previews. Doesn't that already of, come out? I think that comes out this week. Huh. No. Didn't they already do an evil yes, Cinderella this is the second thing? One. Oh, okay. This is a, not Cinderella. It's Sleeping Beauty. Okay. Yeah. I get those two mixed up. I think uh, Angelina Jolie looks very scary in it because she needs to eat some sandwiches. Yeah. It looks like they <laughs> did some makeup stuff, too. Well, they did makeup on, but she was already so skinny. That's yeah. like partially just her. Yeah. It's frightening. It's a very, very pointy face. Yes. <laughs> uh, oh, wait, so I, don't, I don't know why this is news, but it's like all over the place. just about Martin Scorsese saying that Marvel movies aren't cinema. Martin Scorsese, Scorsese. Yeah. is he saying that because none of them have uh, Rolling Stones songs while a bunch of guys walk in slow motion towards the camera? I bet they do, that though. Upsetting? You don't think they do? I bet one of those has to have a Rolling Stones song. Yeah. While something's blowing up. I can't believe there wasn't a scene like that in Avengers. Yeah, right? Where Sympathy for the Devil plays and then there's a training montage. <laughs> That's what would bring Scorsese around. And, like, it's weird because, like, the Joker movie comes out and I thought, I actually thought thought he had something to do with the Joker movie because they kept saying like Scorsese they like put his name yeah, on it like and then it executive producer I thought he was too and maybe he was in the beginning and then he took his name off of it because that's how Robert De Niro ended up in it <laughs> but apparently he, he is not and he wants nothing to do with any superhero movies at all that's fine yeah it's fine he can stop making movies now if he wants <laughs> he I'm has cool a movie coming out he had a bunch of great ones already yeah. and then some ones that weren't so great <laughs> Um, yeah, so he's making some comments and people are mad about it, just like everything else in the world right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Anyways. Oh, he has a movie called The Irishman coming out. That's what oh, it was. yeah, okay. It actually does look good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's out promoting it, and this is probably just to get some uh, promotion for that movie. Oh, it's with Al Pacino. Okay. Of course. Oh, yeah. And they <laughs> did all the reverse aging CGI stuff on it. Yeah, his. it looks so weird. Mm-hmm. All of that looks so weird. I don't know how I feel about it. Putty. Yeah, he does. Oh. Uh, anything else I want to add? We lost Jacob. Uh, He's helping some yeah, people. Yeah, I mean, we already covered it last week. The only exciting news about uh, DC is Daniel Warren Johnson's upcoming Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah. That's going to be extremely that looks cool. tight. Yeah. Uh, I don't think, I think there's anything else yeah, coming out. In, uh, oh, 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 oh. The last uh, Powers of Ten comes out. Ooh, yeah. Next week. On House time. Of, I know, on time. Hickman made it. Yeah. I think they made him write it all at once. That, that makes like sense. The only and that's way. why we haven't seen an issue of East of West in three and a half years. I know. It seems like. <laughs> Poor Nick. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's probably why. Uh, Marvel is also offering cards of. X oh. for X-Men number one. Interesting. So All right. They're bringing back Marvel cards. Yeah. Oh, Wolverine's getting his own series too. 
Oh, is he? Again, yeah, I just saw that today. That oh, he's getting I didn't another see one that. in the new X Men relaunch. Hmm. Chris Claremont is also writing a secret Marvel project. All right, all for right. 2020, which will probably be terrible. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that one that he just did with uh, with old Bill Sienkiewicz was good. That was okay. Yeah, the new mutant thing, sort of. But it was you know, yeah, it was just one us, one shot. Great. Yeah, yeah. I just don't know why they can't get like. You know, new writers. There are lots of people that are very good writers out there now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure would love to work for Marvel. Probably. <laughs> They're like, we just have two writers. Yeah. <laughs> just two. Oh, Donnie Cates. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Rosenberg is still writing like one yeah. or two things for Ed them. Brisson writes a lot of stuff for them, but they That's give him true, like yeah. sort of second tier characters. Mm-hmm. And, then, and he does a good job. Yeah. But they're like, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then, yeah, then Teeny Howard, too, is doing But yeah. again, she gets those, like, second-tier characters as well. Yeah. And they're like, maybe you'll do okay. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, it's weird that they won't hire. Like, get Ron Wimberly to start writing Black Panther or something. Yeah. Like, be, that's my, one of my Marvel just Like, do a Black Panther grand design written and drawn by Ronald Wimberly. I that think would be, cool. be so tight. That would be awesome. And everybody would buy it. Hell yeah. Marvel, are you listening to this podcast right now? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> they only listen to themselves counting their own money. <laughs> like Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> Swimming. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you have anything to promote, plug? Doing uh, cool. Be at the San Francisco Punchline October 24th through the 26th. Um, if you're listening, you're in Arcata uh, for October 12th through the something, 10th through, 11th through the 15th. Anyway, the weekend <laughs> after next, Thursday to the second weekend in October is the Savage Henry Comedy Festival in Eureka and Arcade, and I'll be there too. Sweet. Yeah. I'm not doing anything. Yeah, well, you'll have stuff. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm living a depressing life. I'm not doing anything. I'm always here. You can come see me here. Yeah, come to the store. Come to the brewery. Oh, we're actually, you know what? I am doing something. Uh... The brewery is having a Halloween fest oh, cool. all week at uh, awesome. the week of Halloween, whenever Ooh, that is. You know, yeah. spooky fest. We're, we're doing lots of cool stuff. I'll, I'll post about it. So, yeah, come come there and drink beer and do spooky things there. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'll post about it. Okay, guys, uh, I have to go there right now. Yeah. So, oh, we're gonna do an interview next week. Oh, this is exciting. With, uh, I'm hopefully I'm saying his name right. Ooh. Michael Fife? 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 F-I-F-F-E from Copra. Yeah, from Copra. Yeah, which I'm so excited about that coming out. We didn't get to talk about it this week, but number one came out and two enthusiastic thumbs up. Yeah, it's super good. Copra number one. Yeah, so we didn't talk about it because we're going to talk about it with him this week and then we will release that next week. Awesome. We will talk to you guys then. Yeah. Oh, All right. Yeah, and for Jacob Rubin, yeah. uh, he says goodbye also. He says goodbye. <laughs> I'm Jessica Valeroni. And I'm Jesse. We'll talk to you guys next week. Goodbye.